Hi, what's up, Chalkers? Welcome to the Let's Chalk About It podcast. If you're new to fitness or just want to hang with some like-minded fitness folk, then this is the place for you. Remember, it's always good to chalk about it. He definitely doesn't hang out with us. No, he doesn't. He's articulate. We're not cool enough for that. (laughs) Can the first podcast, well, the first, I suppose, main podcast just be about the intro? Yeah, we can just do an intro. It's the, we've already done a podcast, you know that though, right? Yeah. I didn't, yeah, it wasn't really our main one, there was, I suppose like we're up and running now. We've got all the kit. Okay, That's well, first time. welcome, <laughs> on that note, to episode four of Let's Talk About It. And I believe that one person in this room has something very interesting to talk about, who's been putting it off for a long, long time. Oh, wow. And that's Chris. What, what did you want to talk about? Oh, oh yeah. The lessons. I literally, no, not the lessons. Oh. The, um, so Mackenzie Strength. I've oh right, no, no, no! I was my... going for the, the uh, fact that you started eating steak again. I'm not oh, really yeah. not bothered about the fact. That so you're not bothered about my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bothered about your career. I thought it was the fact that uh-huh. your t-shirt was sticking to you in this uh, 34 is, degree weather. It is really hot. Well, and now more more hot than that. Um, the garage. <laughs> yeah. It's more now than we're in this degrees. mini oven. Yeah, it is, it hot is hot very hot. Kieran decided to paint the walls black to. So what do you want to talk heat. about? I just the fact that you're eating steak again. Yeah. That's a big thing. I said say it to you too a long time ago. I was like, I just going off it eating too much of it not really fond of it then mel did make me some amazing steak potato salad and it was uh yeah when, when did you go off steak i thought you Boy, i thought couple, you lived off of steak and bread I couple like a cowboy ago. i thought you like you just pull out your satchel and you take a bite of each the bread absorbs the fat down some coffee uh, okay so not just steak on its own is what we're talking about no no i just haven't been just gone off it. it's just one of those things like i don't eat roasts either can't stand like roast dinners. Yeah, Another weird Okay, one. so this yeah. podcast now down to two people. So um, it's some weird. <laughs> we'll turn up Chris's mic. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, um, I'm not that big of a roast person, so I just can't. I don't like. I mean, are we? I don't know. I quite like roasting but... Chris's. Oh well, that's yeah, what's quite one of my. You know, it's in my LinkedIn profile. So <laughs> one of my many things. Roasts, Chris. <laughs> I've had a few endorsements as well. Don't know how. Yeah, well, I didn't share that in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but in all seriousness, he does actually have something to talk about that isn't steak. So oh. I suppose we should probably let him talk about the fact he has started. Yeah, so long overdue, I've got uh, started my online account. So it's that sounded weird to even say that, but yeah. So my Instagram yeah. is now Mackenzie Strength. So it's please, you're still in the Stone Age. I know I'm slow with stuff. I'm really useless, but like I want to start you putting get out clients via eagle still. Like you tie little messages to the legs and just via throw. eagle. Yeah. When did that ever happen? Or pigeon. I've heard pigeons. Eagles. But like, people got just like a, a horde of eagles. A horde of eagles. A school. Chris had all of eagles. That was fish. Horde of eagles. Just stored away. So well, people aren't coming here for informational facts about eagles or pigeons. <laughs> yeah. Put your email link in, and we'll send you an eagle with the right information <laughs> yeah. you wanted. Or a message in a bottle, you know, if you are, you know, overseas. So let's do, let's just do a real, like, cheap push for Chris. How do they get in contact with you if they are after any kind of training or so the email is training, nutrition, all that sort of stuff? So yeah, I mean, I'd really like to focus on the products, uh, online training programs, technique review via video, or then... If they do want some consultation, then I'd say some like video calls would be cool. But we'll just see where it goes. That's the sort of products I'd like to put out. And then e-courses and e-books would be something of my interest as well. Uh, it's Mackenzie Strength on Instagram. You can also just go straight to the... You can email me, mackenziestrength.coaching at gmail.com. Cool. Perfect. Lovely. Anything to add to that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the end of episode I mean, we've been training Ninja. with Chris for, uh, I don't know, how, how long? How long have we been training? Uh, like, about six weeks. No, like, 
training with you. Like, how long have we like seven, just... six, seven years? Yeah, probably. So it's, I don't know. I, I, I know, like you know your stuff, and cheers, man. I'm, I'm, I can't really plug you. So. No, no, I was going to, but then I thought yeah. the steak was far more interesting. Yeah, so exactly. We'll I'm eating that. steak again. I've yeah. finally got an online business going, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I think you've also just proved that you can get strong without eating steak. Mm, thanks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't have lots of beef, just, no, just not as much steak. Steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Mm. So you're basically vegan? No. I had that. Not how it works. I had 100% no. vegan. Well, that's exactly what I had. You two can think that. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's what came out of his mouth, isn't it? Uh, yeah, vegan. Sure. I'm sure I heard the word "I'm vegan." So according to you two, if you just don't eat steak, then you just you're pretty yeah, much a vegan. You're yeah. an, I don't you're know, plant, what, it, I don't know what it takes to be a vegan. So you you were going you were going plant based for a couple of days. You can't really say vegan. Oh yeah, I eat, I eat it's, less it's, meat. It's an definitely. entire ideology, yeah. so you can't say oh, I was plant. I'm definitely vegan for yeah. a day. You, I you can like never, never check things for like milk and egg substitutes or you know the things like you know this factory also had peanuts and dietary things a cow lives nearby yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you and he doesn't know. like us he's not a fan <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not like abattoir cow either it's just a neighbor but he's just not into us so yeah we're not vegan friendly that way but, oh yeah i ate a lot less meat just because i was eating too much meat i, I just mm. love cheese too much I just couldn't give up cheese. Yeah, yeah. Just See, I'm, I'm not. A che- I've never been on that. You know. Oh no, I could have cheese with every. Actually, pretty much do have cheese with every meal apart from my breakfast. But I'm sure I can you put would, that in could, there somehow. Yeah. Yeah. What's your breakfast? Uh, either Weetabix or porridge is normally. Uh, yeah, you could do savoury porridge. Just start eating grits. I could, I could have some Ronnie Coleman it and put yeah. cheese and grits. I could have like porridge, crackers, and cheese. Can I? Just you know, like a weird sandwich. White crackers. I don't know. It's just, they always think crackers and cheese, don't you? Kind of that's that's definitely a, yeah. Just not remove for, the porridge from the scenario then and just have crackers not for and breakfast. cheese. But to be fair, cheese isn't really a breakfast one. Well, no, 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 it's you... quite continental. You do get cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get like yeah, cheese omelettes. Some nice fatty meats, a little oh, bit of cheese yeah, yeah. in there. Croissants. A little bit of fruit. That was my best French accent, by the way. Croissants. It was brilliant. Okay. What we have to do now is look depressed and smoke a lot, and you're French. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, let's hope we don't have any French listeners. <laughs> if we did, we don't even... anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they do smoke too much. Yeah, actually, I, actually, every French person I know smokes. Yeah, I was just about to say right. exactly the same thing. Actually, every French person I know smokes. Yeah, I only know three French people, all massive smokers. So yeah. What do you want to get onto tonight? That's. I'm quite let's, happy let's... with this free flow and oh, yeah. enjoying where it's I'm going. I'm happy if you're happy. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. quite happy. I thought you had some going, kind of direction, but yeah, this I is much better. Direction. It's almost like when you say, "Hey, do you want to go for like a walk?" and then you know you just go off roads, and then you just realise that you're in Blair Witch Project territory. Is that what Scott says? Eyes. I'm going for a little bit of cardio, and 30 miles later. No, he, <laughs> ring, he, ring, he rings you the next day, and he's like, "Yeah, about that 10k I was doing with the 20k." of weights in this rucksack and I just went for a run. Yeah, my ankle's bad again. I mean, you're like, why does he do them flipping runs with the rucksacks? I'm, I, I get very passionate about doing things, okay? I can't help it. You're yeah. all enough in type of guy. Yeah, I am, yeah, yeah. Which is ridiculous. Like, people say, oh, go do 50 minutes of cardio a day. Like, on a treadmill. I'm like, no. You had 15 <laughs> days of cardio, didn't yeah. you? That's what you heard. I'm going to do 15 minutes of cardio every 15 minutes while hiking up a hill until I'm broken. On the way to work. On the way, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get into work and bypass oh, through the Lake District. <laughs> Doing your Zoom calls on your bike. <laughs> just getting up at 7am, like, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm going to commute into work. 
Okay, guys, take a look at the agenda. Hang on, I'm just going over a flipping hill. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a climb, so I can't speak. <laughs> if you don't hear back from me in about an hour, please uh, check in and call Amy Ambulance. That'd be, that would be we, lovely. Well, while we're talking about cardio and we're talking about cycling, I'm um, cooking, talk. by the way. So. Well, Segway. There you go. Look, this is just thermogenic. Look, like, extra sauna. <laughs> it's actually like I'm doing cardio. I'm, I'm going to have to sweat. take like a, a shine filter and put it on you, I think, after the end of this. Thanks. <laughs> detail wow. in my face uh, that was a bit strong wasn't it from him you look like you've been marinated <laughs> it's all that steak <laughs> yes it. all the extra you steak, eat steak again and i just sweat you're just fitting the stereotype me sweats yeah don't eat steak <laughs> oh. yeah talking about cycling and <laughs> running anyone who doesn't know that scott used to compete in triathlons i know correct? anyone watching the video version of this is going to be very shocked when they see me <laughs> but you did use yeah. to compete in triathlons how many triathlons yeah. did you do uh I, i've done two olympic i did four sprints and i think i did four super sprints as well or three super sprints okay well i know nothing about triathlons apart from that they involve three different things running cycling and swimming yeah what are the differences so olympic, olympic triathlon is is like the it's the longest one where they can be competitive with their time so it's quarter of an ironman Okay. So it's a, uh, oh god, let me try and remember. It's a 10k run, 20ish k bike ride. Check either. on your phone. Really 40ish k bike ride, and then a, I want to say, one and a half kilometer swim. It's been a few years, and then yeah, then when you do a sprint, it's half of that, and then a super sprint's half of that. So a super sprint, you end up running like two and a half k, but you mm. kind of just go for the day out. I bet they're still pretty brutal, like just super. Yeah, because you, you're trying to go as fast as you can. You know, you're on your bike for 5k, so you just banging it out there and then when you jump off you've got two and a half k run so it seems really difficult i was talking to a triathlete oh, a long time ago about five six years ago and they said what they found hard because they're only just getting into it yeah. what they found really difficult was the transition so like you can go and train your run so training's great yeah. i know i'm going for a run and you're getting your rhythm and, you, and you're running whatever people like to do so with your bike right so my bike right now i've got to do so many miles yeah and they were saying like they'll finish their whatever the order is you finish you swim, swim and then you bike run, run. yeah run yeah it's like a gap from the swim, and then it's like right now into running. So the transition, your legs, transitions yeah. were super hard for them. Yeah, and that's where brick training comes really important, and that's training, getting off your bike and into your run, because momentum of your legs on the bike, you're more hamstring dominant, and then you're running, which is more quad dominant. So like trying to swap over those muscles, you kind of have to train to get past that. Right. So you'd usually do a really harsh lactic building bike uh, session, you'd get off and you do like a 1k run mm. like you try and do it in under like six minutes or something or whatever's a feasible time for you like kind of push it quite hard like the 80 percentile and it's just to get your legs used to doing that because you know it must be difficult to tough. then train for because you can train it in section can't you so on your bike do your swims and do your runs but it must be hard yeah. to train your sport in terms of just start to finish i'm going to do this today. oh yeah you really do you usually do like a, a swim and bike day or a bike and run day or a run and swim day be like powerlifting, be like weight training. You yeah, can't, exactly. You can't, you when never you get to really, certain levels, you in, can't go full body all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. Um, you never really do a mock meet in triathlon because no, right, yeah, that's an entire day event. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I think it was. I'm going to say it now, and he's going to throw a hissy fan at me. But Ross Edgeling was talking about triathlons because obviously he did the first yeah, triathlon. triathlon. Yeah, and he was saying about the training is the fact that you're going to pick the thing that you're the worst at and do that the most. That's it. Try yeah, and get the the most out of that. Yeah that event so that you can if you're bad at cycling you should be cycling three times a week and only swimming and running once for example yeah so there's no that was it because when when i started parts. i um and that is all i know about triathlons <laughs> yeah when i started I, I couldn't swim 
So I got signed up for At my, my birthday. No, 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 never swam before. Never touched. So never how touched old were you when you, you learned how to swim? Uh, twenty-three. Wow. You are kidding. No, no, never touched. I didn't I, know that. No, I went I to swimming lessons when I was in infant school, so I don't know how old that is. Did you do swimming uh, in infant school? Yeah, I went yeah. to the same and infant school as you. I don't remember ever doing swimming. I think we've had this conversation before, but yeah, I, I almost drowned, and yeah. uh, another student pulled me out, and I never went back into water since. Typical then. teachers, you're not trying hard enough. That was that was basically. Can't it. swim. Yeah. And he just carried on with the lesson. He was like, "Sarah almost drowned." He was like, "Anyway, guys, get back and do your little kickies yeah, on the like, side." Did you drown? No, because you're no, clearly I having didn't. this conversation with exactly. me. Get back in the yeah. pool. We took. <laughs> part of you a... can speak, so there's air in your lungs. Yeah, stop complaining because if you were drowning you wouldn't be complaining would you yeah. just crack on yeah, yeah. taught swimming it is difficult to get like they're all in there trying to swim it is, it is very yeah. difficult so yeah that was that was obviously what I thought my weakest thing would be you know, I squatted loads so I had big legs and I did runs so I thought oh I need to get good at swimming and then on the day swimming was my strongest point because I didn't really train I, don't, I hate cycling I think it's absolutely chaotic that people would want to do that as a hobby that surprises me but yeah see it's I quite just, like it's just the most painful activity. Hills are the worst things in the world. I would rather get kicked in the nuts than climb Neville Holt, for example, which is a local cycling hill, which most people might not know around here. No, I don't are know. The most brutal Neville Holt. Uh, Neville Holt. Uh, it's on. It's the back road to Market Harbour. Most people cycle up. It's like um, we also have another hill called Rocky Hill here, which everyone knows. Rockingham. Where's that? That's that, a twelve percent incline hill. Is that near Rockingham? It is now. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I yes. think I, I think I might have come across that at some point. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Like even walking up that is difficult. Yeah, so like um, I walked up that with Soph, like I don't know, halfway through quarantine, we thought, oh, oh we'll go and get yeah. some local honey because they do honey down at the um, they do the little shop. I've never and, had uh, any. Actually. It's nice actually. It's really nice. Mm. It's kind of a bit. Um, oh, we're going off topic, but yeah. it does taste nice. So yeah, great. it's worth a try. But we went down. We thought we'd decide to go for a walk down there. On the way back up, I got about three quarters away, and I was like, I'm gonna have to stop. Like the cramp in yeah. the back of my legs was so bad. I was like, I'm just gonna have to stop. Have this little seat, yeah. taking in the views. Really, I'm sitting there going, my legs are so sore. Oh, yeah. I've, I've so threw up at the top of the hill so many times. Just, uh, it's... just killer. But I've never completed Neville Holt without getting off my bike. It's, I think it's like an 8% incline. I mean, someone can fact check me with that. I have no idea. But it's just consistent for like a kilometre. So it just wow. kills you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on cardio. I should be, but I'm definitely oh. not big on cardio. <laughs> I do like cycling. I must admit, it's my form because I just... You know, from wrestling all those years, my knees are a bit shot. Yeah, yeah. So it's much easier on the sort of knees and the ankles than running is. And I just find running and walking can be, um, especially like we've lived in the same area for such a long time. And I think if you go somewhere else, walking can be a lot more fun. Like if you go somewhere you've never been, it's easier. But when you live in the same, like just going out and walking the dog, to me, it can be sometimes such a tedious task. Oh, yeah, it's just a Because it's, a it's just walking around the same place, the same views, the same things every time. Yeah. And it's just like... I know I need to do it, and I have to get out and do it, and I encourage people who, you know, may not want to lift weights to go out and walk, but yeah. I just, it's not my thing at all. But walking? Rather, yeah, I'd rather jump on a bike and go for a cycle than I would go for a walk. I don't have a bike, but uh, I quite like walking around. We don't we don't plan it too often, we don't really go. We went for some walks today, but uh, no, I, was, I don't, yeah, not too keen. It must be a powerlifting thing. Just yeah, you don't want to move anywhere, just powerlift all the time. Just yeah. It's like, can it's you squat up that hill? More than likely. Can you walk up? Definitely not. Absolutely not. Does, does SPD sell walking shoes? <laughs> Didn't think so. Yeah, you got me not to go, doing oh. it then. I wear my belt while doing it. <laughs> got your powerlifting belt. Yeah, chalking up just to just, just to go for a walk, a little five k. So I did have a slight plan for today. Mm. It's not going to be all like freeboarding, as fun as it is. Right. Um, but we spoke last time about motivation. Yeah. And what motivated us? Mm. But what about inspiration? 
or inspirates you to inspirate you is the right word inspires inspires you that's the right word isn't it? inspiratations inspiratations inspiration it's just like respiration yeah it's a type what of inspires science. you to be involved i mean we're all involved in strength training um but what, what sort of inspired you for example to do triathlons because that wasn't something when we grew up i'd have ever put you in no offense not, not taken. But I would have never been like, yeah, when Scott grows up, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be do triathlons. He's well, gonna... Nothing inspired me. I was forced. So, you were forced? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was right. a gift. So I was like, hey. And then I was just watching it. I mean, a big one for me, Sean Conway. I, I watched a lot of him when he did the uh, Great British Triathlon. So he did John O'Groats to Land's End. Right, okay. Swam it, then cycled it, then ran it. I just thought he was a really interesting, cool guy because he does a lot of um, adventuring, endurance type stuff where he just travels the UK. And I've just seen that. I was like, you know, it just kind of gets you out there. You know, it was a reason to leave my house and not just be at a gym. Yeah, that's true. Because at the t- time, the gym was a minute and a half walk. It was just behind where we lived. Yeah, that's very true. So yeah. I, I was literally going there, work, and then home. And that was my life. So it just kind of broke up the, the monotony of doing yeah, the same like, thing. Yeah, you've got a triathlon. It's in Kent. So you better learn to swim. And I'm like, okay. Wow. Because it's in open water and there's fish. So it was everything you did. Was it all open water? Or was uh, it, did you do pool? stuff and i don't know how the most of the, the short ones are cool all all right, of the okay. all the olympics were open water oh okay that's, yeah that's one thing i would like to have a go at is some, doing some open water stuff oh yeah um, just just, do. i'm not a big swimmer makes you um, makes you we're feel not like one with nature subject, but i'm not a big swimmer yeah but i would like to have a go at that oh yeah what about you chris what was, sort of inspires you what into was, lifting uh, anything any form of fitness like what what i mean you told us the other, uh, other day which i didn't know anything about that you did gymnastics for many well that was years. just kind of uh yeah, just yeah i did gymnastics or... from maybe three till i was 11 and yes yeah, as a kid you're not really inspired too much you just you go and do things like your parents put you into things and you go and give it a go whether it's school sports or whether it's stuff outside of school so yeah i did gymnastics outside of school for a long time and then I went more into rugby just because I like love rugby it's way more fun for me it's like game sport rather than something quite individual like gymnastics okay yeah but now I'm in powerlifting that's just really individual so it's interesting then that's not the obvious only reason but I think with training I'd say I was definitely motivated to get training just to get stronger and yep. then through training and through pushing yourself and trying things you find inspiration and I think that's how it sort of worked for me so you look at certain lifters whether it's Olympic lifting or powerlifting or even um, other strength athletes like strongmen. So like when you watch World's Strongest Man, they're really inspiring as well because that's like what they can do is really cool and being strong is really useful for in their competition, definitely. So helping I think... People yeah, you, move. Eh? It's very helpful for helping people move, being strong. <laughs> Moving house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're not listing reasons to be strong now. Oh, if you want. Yeah, we'll just... To, yeah, um, that's that's yeah. the only other one. <laughs> do you know what that's it that is the only so is there any thought. sort of like individuals that inspire you in yeah tons example, yeah tons like, uh, you got any examples just in case our listeners or watchers so may want to look up powerlifting two that really stand out so you got brett gibbs world champion even i know who he is in 2015 and other years but multiple world champion junior and in the open uh he's an 83 kilo lifter from new zealand and always had a really inspired me just because how strong he is and then a one of the high weight classes uh, is a 120k lifter tony cliff uh uk lifter just like just tells he's a top bloke and he's just strong as hell so that's just like inspiring to me and then that motivates me to train hard well i'm gonna have to get my notepad out i think and start writing these names down yeah we just know you guys have these group conversations and i'm just like mm, i don't know who that is <laughs> i mean i mean you know who those two are 
No, I know who Brett Gibb is. I can't say I know who oh, you know is. Oh, no, top no. notch. And then we're quite like looking at Ollie lifters as well. So you've got uh, Tank from Japan. Yeah. Last yeah, which show. I didn't realise was a person today. Yeah. So you're saying I just want to be a tank, and you are a tank, yeah. and then you're like, no, no, I don't want to <laughs> be, be a tank. I want to be tank. I was the like, tank. Okay, well that makes more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I just want to be the only tank, not a tank. Just, just take just him out. tank. Just, just you're tank. gonna have to defeat him at some point, which yeah. is not gonna happen. I am tank. Lasha Tallahassee, he's he's definitely on my radar lately. Mm. Just I can't stop watching him. He's gonna be. Yeah. He's working towards being like the greatest Olympic lifter ever. He's like overtaking like Rizaza Day, yeah. a lot of the Americans, the Bulgarians. So he's just he's Georgian, but he's just like he's top boy at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Then like I think the obvious one, yeah, questionable. Whereas morals were lying around 2008 Olympics and the two, and the 2012. But um, Klokov is just I mean, yeah, Klokov, someone that I've yeah. always loved watching, so he's like awesome and strong as hell. So he's lots of fun watching him. Strong, yeah. Again, I know who he is. Mm. So. You'll know who he is. I, I definitely know who <laughs> he is. Everyone knows who Klokov is. If, I'm gonna, if you've if touched I'm, a barbell. Yeah, if I'm going to sort of go outside the box a little bit, well, it's definitely still within the fitness realm. But for me, I love watching people like Tia Toomey. Who's oh, just yeah, like top watch. an apps like you want to talk about tank? I mean, yeah, the yeah. fact that she can go and I'm trying to remember whether she won it or can run her up, whichever way around it was, and then uh, for the fittest woman in the world, and yeah. then go on to compete in the Rio Olympics in the same year, is just ridiculous. Did you see that she posted like her first snatch session or yeah, something? Yeah, I was it, like, geez, it wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. Not for someone where you think, well, they're yeah, probably it, doing that since they were a kid. Like Olympic lifter, yeah. Yeah, and then you see like. Matt Frazier, obviously. Yeah. Um, a lot of mine are CrossFit guys, and I think that's just because... You inspire you, to do cardio. Yeah, and no, I don't in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I watch what they do, and I just think, oh, they just don't see how they can do it, for how long they do it for. But when it gets to the weightlifting side of it, that's the kind of bit I really enjoy watching, just sit and watch mm, them yeah. just lift, in, well, like I say, insane amounts of weights, because when you look at powerlifting, it's a very different type of The top of movement, ones that all but... seem to win, they all seem to be the strongest. Yes, well, they all seem yeah. to have a, the, a lifting background, or they are really strong in the field. Yeah. At least the past few years, you know, Tia and Matt, both great lifters. And they just dominate. They just, just, just absolutely dominate. And it's... I mean, last year was a little bit different because you had Noah Rolson got very close. Yeah. And he did take the number one spot off of him for quite a while mm. within the event. But then when it hits the weightlifting side of it, he's just... He, it's just something else. It, yeah, it's just like it's even almost if, like sit down, kids. I'm going to show you how it's really done. Mm. Even Frodo when does. he was um, when he was one, what did he win? Three or four in a row. I think he more. still holds a record, doesn't he? Yeah, I think for how many? I think, holds? I think it's four. Yeah, it's like, three it's, or four. Yeah, I followed him when he was at like his peak, winning all the CrossFit stuff, and uh, he posted like a morning session, so like strength session, that he was going to do conditioning after it, and it was like one hundred sixty k on the bar, and he's like, yeah, just squat, squatting this for sets of like fifteen or twenty. So he's just yeah, obviously, so yeah, that is a conditioning workout or, a, you know, an endurance workout. Yeah. But you know he's strong enough. He's taking something that we would be going, well, that's a strength workout. And he's going, yeah, but I'm just going to do reps. Yeah, I'm just going to turn reps. it into a conditioning workout at the same time. Yeah. My first three reps will be my strength conditioning. After that, it's all cardio. <laughs> and he just pumps them out as well. And then he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go swim in the lake. And he'll just stop when Jesus tells him. <laughs> <laughs> he will actually, yes. Yeah, that, that's definitely. When gravity um, starts to overcome him and he turns it back on. That's when he stops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I don't for think... us, it may be a little, well, at least for me, from an athletic point of view, um, I started in very different sports yeah. from, from you guys. When I was younger, I you know, used to do a lot of track stuff when I was, I don't know, 14, 15. Um, I was in wrestling, obviously, at 15. Um, so my a lot of my inspiration come from 
them come from different wrestlers. I think that's the kind of the yeah. way you were looking at it. You obviously had your strength, which 100% was Brock Lesnar. As soon as you seen that guy, it was just like, okay, this is a different level of human being. And then it got more into our kind of niche of what I enjoyed doing, a bit more of the smaller guys rather yeah. than the big guys. And to me, AJ Styles was one of them all oh. day long. Like he had the athleticism of a of a brilliant wrestler, but then he was like strong, so he was like picking up like abyss. And yeah. it was good to see, good to see them letting a the little guy go and pick up the big guys because normally it was like no, they don't do that. Especially in WWE, it was like we're only pushing the big guys, so the little guys would never pick up anyone big. Like you'd never see like the big show. Is that from all up. the time you were watching wrestling, or was there like a big change at that point? There was a bigger change, I think, when TNA was running it. When TNA let the X, so there was like the X division, which was almost like their cruiserweight kind of division, but they would let anybody compete in it. So right. what you normally be your traditional cruiserweight, they would say, "Well, this is the X division," but anyone could go into that. So it didn't matter whether you were big or small. So it meant there was a lot of crossover with some bigger guys, okay. and they would let the smaller guys pick the bigger guys up. There wouldn't be a well, you're not doing that like. And they kind of let that run until the older WWE guys tended to yeah. re-come out of retirement and take back over again. And WWE started doing it for a little while. Like, you've seen a big big push with Finn, and he's obviously a lot smaller than everybody else. Mm. But then they just crushed that and went back to, unless yeah. you're big, don't worry about it. I mean, they've already turned around and basically said if Adam Cole was bigger, he'd already have won the <laughs> title. Champion, and, yeah, yeah, he'd already won it, but he's just not big enough. Which, yeah. you know. Well, there's... Better on camera, people look at them. I think wrestling, you, wrestling's always that kind of bit like a circus act. It's like yeah. you go there to see the larger than life freaks, as it right. were, and that's kind of what they want it to be. They want it to be, you know, you go there and be like, I cannot believe the size of these mm. guys. And some of the guys that you think are normal size, I mean, like we met CM Punk, and what, you know, yeah. on on screen he looks like a normal size. I've seen pictures since I said to you two, I was like. No, he can't be tall. And I've seen some pictures of him recently. Yeah. He's like, he's really tall, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I yeah. stood next to him and I like come up to his shoulder and I'm like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting this. I really. I mean, then some other guys that you thought were going to be big, like AJ Styles, wasn't that big. Yeah. Or Austin Aries, those kind of guys, yeah. they weren't that big. And it was like, it's quite good seeing these guys. And these guys were like running the heavyweight divisions and a lot of the smaller feds as well. So we we followed a lot of the independent companies. It's like a company called Ring of Honor. And a lot of their guys, the main guys, were all small guys. Yeah. They were all six foot and under. Whereas in WWE, unless you were six foot and over, yeah. you weren't getting in. I mean, you look at Crash Holly, we always think, oh, look at that guy. He was like tiny. He's probably like a normal size. He was 5'11", same, same and, as me. And he <laughs> was jacked. Yeah. But he looked tiny in comparison. You put him in a ring with like, I don't know, the Undertaker, and it's just like, okay, yeah. there's a child in there with that guy. Does someone go and get him out? But yeah, I think it depends. In fact, at least for me, it was kind of sport dependent on who you looked at as for inspiration. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I think definitely for me, I was looking at the smaller guys because it was. I think that was like, okay, I can make it in this business. If they can do it, then I can do it from a science point of view. Obviously, that wasn't the case because I'm sat here now having this. What do you like to see? You, but... What do you like to see different in wrestling now? Like, if you just turn on the the top the top federations, like, what do you want to see? Oh, I'd like to see the smaller guys. I'd like to see the guys who the crowd are pushing and the crowd want to see, mm. and then it just gets to like. And I've got nothing against the guy. I'm making it sound like I know who I'm talking about. But like Roman Reigns and John Cena and things, they were pushed down people's throats. And it's like, yeah. you know, you've got people like Finn who are, you know, up and coming. You had the Samoa Joes who just ended up on commentary and they could have led the business, and mm -hmm. but squished. And to my opinion, put to one side. I mean, I can't say big... factually because I haven't watched it for a long time. But when I was watching it, it was like watching Finn go out there and, you know, it was SummerSlam, wasn't it? And he won the Universal title for the very first time. Well, he was the first person to ever win the Universal Championship, is that right? 
when they turned yes. it to the Universal. And um, to see him then just be like, right, we're going to strip you of it because he got injured. Fair enough. You need to defend it. But then just be like, well, actually, he's not even going to put him back in the, the yeah, running for come, it again. comes back that. in as a jobber because he yeah, got injured. Yeah, and then he's back to NXT. Like, okay, what's that about? Yeah, that's fine. It's been better there anyway. It has been much better though. Yeah, it has. And I think the fact that NXT is becoming a you know, very prominent brand now. Yeah. To the point where I think sometimes the ratings look like they're almost in par with some of the other ones. Mm. On par, I should say, not in par. Um, Inspirate. Inspirate. <laughs> That's going to be the word of the day. Inspirate. Inspirate. Inspirate as all. Inspirate as all. Yeah, still talking about it, right? So we talked about what got us into it. What about now? You know, we're all... 10 plus years into training we still we still decide to pick up barbells in the end mm. or go out and do something like what is what's the things that keep you guys going oh, that, do you know what I think for me because I'm sure when you come in here you don't think ooh AJ Styles no no I don't actually it's probably not so, but then I don't really also think of anybody else if I'm perfectly honest I think physique goals are gone it's kind of like we'll just look as good as you can because you can, we, we don't want to just train for muscle building and conditioning we want to have a bit more purpose to it. Yeah. That's not so definitely. superficial. We want something that's lasting that you can really work on a goal for years and years. So for me, strength is always going to be the motivation. But yeah, in terms of inspiration, yeah, you've always got to draw from new things. So it's it's a case of educating yourself. And then when the more you look into and read and when you listen to the right people, they're gonna continue to inspire you. Rather than you can't go back to the same people every time and go, Oh yeah, I used to watch this guy or this um lifter and keep watching them you've got to try new things all the time yeah yeah i think like you're watching more crossfit and then the documentaries they put out so that's inspiring you more to drive your motivation yeah i mean um i want to be able to get out of my chair when i'm 80 and i think a lot of people are we do the wrong thing mate yeah (laughs) i'd like to be doing it now a lot of people are saying you know don't squat because it's bad for your knees and all this sort of stuff that's a different podcast yeah i mean it's gonna not, go all, all the all the silly myths that people I say. I know you're so yeah. much, you know, especially like they're saying, don't do things like that for your hips and all that sort of stuff. It's like actually the strength of my hips is going to mean I'm going to be able to get up when I'm 80, and I'm not going to be sitting there going. Well, if you train way. or you don't train, when you're 80, you're in a bad way, no matter what. So it's just a case of train. You might be you might be in much better shape, or train competitively and really push yourself. And yeah, you're gonna have aches and pains when you're over 45. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're gonna have them regardless, aren't you? I just yeah, want to be able to negate yeah. the. Uh, the positions you guys carry on chatting. Okay. So, yeah. Um... So I sort of said that, yeah, you're going to yes, always, less... always look at, always look outside what you usually draw inspiration from and keep motivating that way. I just want to be as strong as possible. So what's yeah. keeping you here? What's well, see, like, you I think something that's really got to me is like, is just kind of embracing the hype of things. A lot of people find that a negative, but like sometimes... Um, I was watching a thing about making uh, protagonists, you know, how, how to make a decent protagonist that and the example. Well, I'm sorry, but yeah. I landed on the back of it, in the back, right, bent up. Was like, you, sit on, you sit on that bit, mate, not there, not the back. Uh, I put my hand, I put my hand on it, and it was, fell on a cheap chair. Sorry, Scott. No, that's cool. You were going to make some good points there. No, so yeah, I watched um, uh, a YouTube video, I can't remember. Was it a guy name. falling off a chair? Uh, <laughs> Probably at some point. Well, it's going to be on there soon. So don't chair, Google chair Kieran fails. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, he was talking about how to make a good protagonist. And he's like, basically, you, you kind of uh, do the opposite of a villain. His example was John Wick. So villains, you always have someone that talks about the hype. You know, like some people just want to watch the world burn, you know, for Dark Knight. Oh, and, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. and he's talking about like, he, this guy isn't the boogeyman. He's the guy you get to kill the boogeyman. And they talk about John Wick in that way, and it's like, oh, I'm hyped now. But you get that in the sport world, which is what kind of has made me lean towards Lasher lately. 
Because you watch him lift, and the commentator's just like, strongest man that's ever lived, look at him. He's an absolute unit, no one can touch him. And you're like, I want to just watch more. Why isn't there any more content of Lasher? Mm. <laughs> I've watched it all so twice now. So you're contrast is a big inspiration, something that's a little bit different, but still pushing in your sort of area. Just something to get me excited. Just give me the hype. Give me that dopamine hit that's going to get right. me out of my chair. Mm. Uh, and then also with like training and going for walks and trying to get back into cardio, it's just that mindful mindfulness side of it. So I can't sit there and do mindfulness, which is obviously great for mental health, just to sit there and think about why you do things. But if you're doing cardio, if you're face down in a pool for 40 minutes, you don't have a choice. That's just forced meditation. Yeah. So just to do stuff like that, it's kind of, it's really good for you. Well, you just it's like when you to... drive long distances and you find exactly. yourself thinking about a lot. It's yeah. like you, you, you're so focused and you've got that sort of autonomy because you can't not focus on driving. And you start to sort of think more, and yeah, it does become a bit clear when you do longer yeah. drives. And it's, yeah, like say, like when you do cardio, same thing. You can just sort of let yeah, your body it just tricks yourself go. into doing some, you know, some therapy. Right, cool. I was going to be strong with the fucker. I'm not even yeah, thinking about that shit. I'm just literally like, you know, don't pick things up, put them down. No, I don't really. But that's a, that's I want to move very, some weight and eat some. That's only a goal you've been like really going for in the last few years. Whereas if you've been doing that for years, you've got to find other stuff around it that. That you draw inspiration from, whereas there's a brand new goal for you, so you're like, I'll be fucking strong as possible. So that's sort of why you've got that attitude, which is good. Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> just because I want to let pick shit up and put it down. Goal I'm trying to psychoanalyze some me. Goals, some goals, some goals. Just let fade. him be John North. This, I don't even know who that is, but yeah, whatever he says. Let me, let me be him. <laughs> let me be that. I think guy. we need to have another podcast where we just educate Kieran. Yeah. Lifters. I think we're just going to leave it at that statement just there. Educate, we'll just educate Kieran, Kieran on his inspiring. Or whatever so it was I, saw, I said. I think what, I've, what I said was relevant because you're, what you're almost talking about is I want that big hit and that's something interesting and something to really go bang. I'm, I want to watch this guy again and I want to get back into lifting. Or you watch something cool with a triathlete or yeah. an Olympian. Ross Edgley does it. Ross Edgley like, does oh God, amazing like I just things. Swam up. Maybe I can go do two lengths in a pool. So you need those big hits because goals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll do it to you too. Thanks. It's because I know how much you love it. <laughs> goals fade and that's why your goal hasn't faded because you're like it's a fresh fun goal in your head to be like I'm going to go lift tons of stuff with Scott and Chris yeah, it is. I know yeah. he's telling me what I should you think do. this is a podcast it's actually an intervention <laughs> this is the reason you lift you need to calm down on the fajitas no don't ever tell me to calm down on the fajitas <laughs> don't ever tell me if there's an intervention you can throw a bell head. <laughs> um, yeah I, I, know, I know what you said I'm not just ripping on you for the hell of it, although it's fun. Um, you think that's ripping on me? No, not really. No, I think um, so mild. Some of the stuff for me is like a mental thing as well. I'm not necessarily inspired because I, you know, I watch a documentary and I think, oh, I want to go and do that. Otherwise, I'd be doing muscle ups and you know, <laughs> in Venice Beach. Yeah, exactly, and um, hurt myself every two minutes. <laughs> but I think some of it is that I don't want to do it. And that is a, a thing for me. Sometimes it's a motivation to get in the house and I'm like, I don't want to train. Mm, but I'm going to force myself mindset. to go. I'm going to go and force myself to train because once I've done it, I've done it. I'm going to feel good once I've done it because you're going to get that hit <clears> instantly. You know, yeah. those feel good hormones coming through. But I think there's also as well is that, you know, life's not easy. And I think doing something like this, it just pushes that a little bit more. So you get to yeah. the point where you get used to it. You get used to hard work. It's why everyone should train. They've done if they train in the morning, they train in the afternoon. They've done their hardest bit of the day. Their work becomes more manageable. They can cope with it better a lot because less they're because they're pushing themselves in another area that they're going to be more stressed about and they're going to focus on more. So their hardest bit of the day is their training session later, or is their swim, is their cardio session. So 
yes, it helps you manage everything much better, and it gives you goals, gives you focus. But like the main thing there is, gives you something really hard to do. Yeah, and to do what you know, a lot of people aren't going to go and do. A lot of people aren't going to go and punish themselves. A lot of people no. look at the gym and go, why would I do that? I can sit on the couch and watch telly. That's fine if that's your thing. I'm not going to stop you from doing that. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I want to be able to say, I push myself further and further every time. I don't want to just go sit, sit back on my laurels and be like, because life's not like that. Life's not going to be like, oh, you're done now. That's okay. Go yeah. home and sit down and watch telly. It's like it's not going to happen. You both sort of started to say something interesting there when you were saying, oh, there's days you don't want to do it. And you're like the mental side where you push yourself to go and do it. I always found it funny thinking about, or when you listen to elite athletes, and they talk, I talk about how hard training is, and they're like, I was falling off the bike, and I was landing on the crash mat that my coach put there, or I was in tears after training, or whatever they say, or I didn't want to go, or even great quotes from like your Muhammad Ali's when they were like, I hated every second of training. It's because they're pushing themselves so hard. So yeah. if, you, if training yeah. gets to a point where it's always easy, and you're always skipping out the gym, like that was fun, you're not training hard enough. And you need to really start pushing yourself because you're just having fun in there, which is not always the goal. So you're, yeah. even though you've got a gym attached to your house and you've been enjoying it so much, you still have days when you go, oh, this is going to be tough. I don't really want to do it. Mm, I'm going to go in there anyway. Yeah. yeah. So even think- if it's something, like it might not be that I come in and, and you know, I was going to squat on Monday, for example, and then decide actually, do you know what? I don't I really don't feel like I'm going to squat because yeah. from a pain point of view, it's not the best thing for me to be doing. Yeah, you got, yeah. you, 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 you do have to listen else. to it sometimes. You yeah, have to listen to you know, Let's get the ab wheel out. Let's, you know, do some pull-ups, anything. Just do something that you're at least getting moving and you're at least activating some form of muscle group on your body rather than just, yeah. I'm done now. That's me finished. <laughs> but I'm, like, you know, I can't do any more now. I'm going to feel like a right hypocrite. It's about, it's about it's like, I'm not doing it now. There's a Bulgarian saying, isn't there, about the difference between a gardener and a landscaper. A gardener does it for fun. It's their hobby. A landscaper is their job. And everyone <laughs> needs to train like a landscaper. Oh. So you need to go in the gym and you just have to do your work and clock out, you know, punch in, punch out. Uh, I wonder if any of that was lost in translation. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> is, that, is that your Scott? Scott Scott there, is that your quote? I'm a landscaper. <laughs> I'm a landscaper. Okay, this is my way of saying that I'm going into gardening. <laughs> I'm sick of lifting and I'm going into gardening. Changing a barbell to a spade. Is that bonsai tree we got in? We should never have done that. Yeah. The spade will have nail on it though. Still have some nailing. Oh, yeah. So it's fine. Bashing a spade out of a barbell. You just do some snatches when no one's looking. Yeah, but it's like if you think of working out like a job, like it's something you have to do. You can't, well, you can call in sick at work. That's, I've never called in sick at work unless I'm sick. So I have. But you know, you have to. <laughs> I've never, I've in never fact, called you be there right now. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, I've left. Uh, why did I do that growing up? It's, it's, nowadays, I probably would. Um, but yeah, you don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Make it part of your day. Exactly. It's part of your day and there's no getting around it. Yeah. The worst it thing part is, of your routine. is the anticipation of doing something. Yeah, you spoke yeah about we, last we spoke time, about this last yeah, time. It's like everything it's like sucks until you do it. Even fun things. So you get that anxious, nervous night, you know, before you go to a big event or you go to do something fun. When you're wrestling, before you go out the curtain, everything sucks. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have that, though, especially in wrestling, if yeah. you don't have that nervousness, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Well, you shouldn't be doing that anymore. I, know, I do know exactly what you're you, well, I mean, you competed on a, a, a mediocre stage because I'm not allowed to say a big stage because it'll go. It wasn't that big actually. So he's competed on a mediocre level, a mediocre platform in front of a mediocre crowd. You basically had a civil war. You fought against people in your own country. Thanks, man. Yeah. So <laughs> England. You're a civil war survivor. England's in championships, not the battle. Yeah. So yeah, you have competed. In uh, no, I was just uh, to sort of 
go off with what you were saying about when you turn up to it. It is so stressful when you turn up at competitions. You sort of say the night before, ah, oh, don't get stressed, it'll be fine. And then it's really stressful yeah. on the day. While you're sitting you in your Epsom yeah. salt bath trying to cut weight. Yeah, help and weight. Yeah, you don't yeah. sleep as much. Spitting in a bucket. You get those, you get those nervous shits. You're thinking, oh, do I need to go? Do I not need to go? Should I'm, I go? I'm out at that point because I'm, I'm cutting weight. I don't have anything like <laughs> shit. Yeah, if you can't wait for a competition, the you have to do shit. have ran through me. I'm, I'm in a hot towel in a bath. We don't recommend this, by the yeah, way. Don't do that. A you good won't job remember. you never got tested because diuretics are pretty much illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope you never did them. I, I know you're joking. I mean, like, um, you used to get dandelion root tablets from Asda, <laughs> and they make you pee. They just make you pee. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to try that. Don't do that because they do make you pee, and you feel very lightheaded the next oh, day. Oh, jeez. Wow. I was, I was just going to say, but... I cut like seven kilo in two days, though. From yeah, dandelion that. tablets. Yeah, because my scales that. were wrong. I thought I cut like two kilo. I oh, was weighing in at one hundred four point eight at home, and I went in and I weighed in at one hundred one point seven. Oh my goodness, Jesus! So, you essentially lost one of my legs. Yeah, I lost a stone in two days cutting weight, cutting water, and I don't remember. That was the one. Yeah, that was your first. Yeah, meet, you didn't feel didn't great. You can't, did you? Yeah, no, you didn't look great. Must admit, actually. I think the only photo we have from that show of like that meet of me and you, I'm not even looking at the camera. No, we're all lined up in that picture. So no, I don't know which one he's on about. There's one of us sitting against the wall, which is me and Scott. Oh. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't remember that photo. I I remember the photo with Sam, though. Oh, shout out to Sam. I, I remember I the photo even, with Sam. Even... Do you know why I remember the photo with Sam? Because I thought when I had my arms around, I thought I had my arm around you. Because <laughs> obviously I know you, so I'm like cuddling in, thinking it's you, and I actually look back at the picture and I'm my arms around Sam. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had your arm round him, but you thought you had your arm round two people. Because Sam is literally as wide as a bus. I thought I had my arm round Scott, and it turned out it was Sam. Was Sam like, is a mini hey bus with a face. <laughs> it's a bus with a beard. That's it. Yeah. You can do a cartwheel. On the splits. He'll do the, the splits, splits and then just like squat a British record. Oh, we need to get Sam on here. Yeah, at some point we will look at getting some guests. We'll, we'll, we'll extend time. the gym. And Sam can come in. Yeah. Or we all just take turns. I'll step out. Sam, Sam. <laughs> what, like he's actually Santa? Like we line up to come in, like speak to him, <laughs> sit on his knee. Like I'll tag Sam in and I'll go out. So there's room for. You make sure you hold There's on only to room that. for one of us at a time. Oh, one of you two, right? Yeah. yeah. Hold on to that tag rope. Yeah. If it don't matter, you've got to back yeah. out again. Oh, God. <laughs> right. So we have probably been going a lot longer than we should have. But it's been quite fun. Yeah, it's so been good. I don't want to yeah. just stop using your Maybe we've sparked some thoughts in people. That'd be good fun. Yeah. So, Sorry I interrupted you. No, no, it's not a problem. Sorry. Take his mic off. God. He's not even I won't interrupt you again. <laughs> um, so if anyone wants to get in contact with Scott, it's Scott Speaking on Instagram. Yep. Uh, Mr. McKenzie over here, his is Mackenzie Strength. That's Mackenzie Dot Strength, is that right? Yeah, the URL is Mackenzie Dot Strength. Yes. And together, this, let's talk about it. This was episode four. Right. I have no idea. You said four yeah. at the beginning. I was like, sure. I, I thought it was so. two. No, it might be three, actually. It's one of the episodes. Maybe it's episode three. Well, we'll film one and we'll put it in the way and this can just be number four. Yeah, well, this can be whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it did cut out halfway through, so we may have to split the episode into. But anyway. I thought I heard it cut out. Yeah, it did. It's kind of annoying, but hey-ho. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for watching. And remember to click subscribe, follow us on Instagram. Um, we're also on TikTok. Well, I'm on TikTok. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah, thank you very much for watching and we'll see you again soon.